food in Buffalo. Tour de Buffalo. I like it. Tour de Buffalo. Tour de Buffalo. I think we're very proud of the city that we come from. I mm-hmm. think uh, our city also has a lot of great food in it. Um, actually, Leah was just telling me last week that Buffalo is ranked third for influential food in the U.S. I'm not surprised by that. I think because we have a diverse range of food mm-hmm. plus a lot of local quality. Well, I mean, if you think about chicken wings and you think about beef on weck, I mean, those uh-huh. are things that are used all across the world. If I'm not, no, not beef on weck. Is it beef on weck that's buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. Hell those yeah. two things have been uh, very much a part of uh, nationally uh, recognized, you know. Um, you know, wings are probably a whole conversation for another podcast, but wings are nationally known and everyone changes the way the wing is done, whether it's boneless, whether it's uh, an actual chicken thigh or, you know, the classic chicken wing that we have in Buffalo. But we're not talking chicken wings no, today. No, no. Today we are talking, I guess Hispanic is the umbrella, but more so, you know, Americanized or Mexican style Hispanic food in Buffalo. Yes. Um, some of the best food. Some of the best. There are some really, really, really good... Um, I'm just going to say Hispanic just for the sake of umbrelling mm-hmm. everything because there are some Puerto Rican, some Cuban. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Puerto Rican, Cuban, and Mexican yeah. in Buffalo. I don't know if there's many others. If you guys know of any others, uh, please let us know because um, I'm pretty sure those are the only ones that I'm aware of. Yeah, and I think... We especially are, you know, savvy to it because mm-hmm. of your heritage and then my husband's heritage. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, the kind of food that my mother, my mother is, um, I'm just going to say 100% Chilean. There's probably some overlap of some German in there just because of uh, um, after World War II, a lot of the Germans fled to um, fled to South America and predominantly uh, Chile. Um, so... Uh, there's probably some overlap there, but my mom, uh, Chilean food uh, is completely different than Argentinian food. That's completely different from um, Mexican or Puerto Rican food that most people are mostly um, uh, used to. Uh, one of the famous dishes that she used to make is called pastel de choclo, uh, and I honestly hate it. Uh, sorry, Mom. Uh, she knows this. <laughs> it's something that we talk about quite Carmen's going to be listening to this, yes. cussing you out. <laughs> She, she knows that I hate it. Uh, it's like a corn dish with meat on the bottom. It's almost like, um, not a shepherd's pie, but some, sim, something similar to something like that. Um, I hate it. I don't like corn that's baked. Uh, I like fresh corn if I'm going to have corn and like a salsa fresca or like corn on the cob or something that's just added in on like a summer dish. Um, but I don't like baked corn. I just don't like the way that it tastes. So, sorry, Mom, but, yeah. So, yeah, you've got the, the Chilean side, and then, um, for those of you who don't know, my husband, Jordan, is Puerto Rican. His dad is... That sounded like a question. <laughs> Puerto Rican? Puerto Rican? No, he, he's Puerto Rican. Um, his dad is 100%. Um, his grandparent, his grandfather's still in Puerto Rico. His grandmother was born in Puerto Rico. So, um, that's where, you know... In terms of my relation to Hispanic culture, mm-hmm. um, stems from that. Yeah. So we both have a larger appreciation. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and tacos are just so 
um, easily accessible. I mean, you, you get a tortilla shell, whether it's uh, blue corn, corn, or flour, and you just put food in it, honestly. And, and uh, I know a lot of the, we're only doing a top five of these. We're not doing a whole um, top 10 list just because yeah. the amount of Hispanic culture food in Buffalo is not as vast as a pizzeria. Yeah. Um, because there's usually a pizzeria on every street corner in Buffalo. Yes. Um, and mine's not limited to just tacos either. I've got... No, same. Mine's I've got all sorts either. of... In fact, I think I have a different category of food for each of my top five. Um, I think mine brings a different... I, I, I think the way that I brought up my list is as a whole, as a restaurant, but then also individual dishes that I really like. Because at the end of the day, if you go to... A classic Mexican restaurant they probably won't have tacos a la carte that you would put your own toppings on um, they would just be serving you um, dishes uh, that you would have with rice and beans pretty mm -hmm. much um, so there's a <laughs> how do you say rice and beans rice and beans no that's not how you say it you always go rice and beans rice and beans <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you dig digressive story quick um, so I think it was Nationals last year. So we were in Chicago. We were in Lombard, Illinois. Lombard, and I roomed with Carly and Leah. It was me and Brianna Brink and then Carly and Leah. We learned a lot about everyone. Mm -hmm. um, Carly learned that I talk in my sleep. Yes. <laughs> but yes. I learned that Carly likes to eat, eat rice and beans in bed. <laughs> we ordered food one night and... You literally just, like, laid down, and you were, like, so, like, happy. And then you, like, put it to the side, and the next morning you woke up, rolled over, and went, rice and beans, and <laughs> grabbed it and ate it. <laughs> yes. Uh, another way of saying this, I like eating in bed. I don't know why. It's <laughs> way more fun to eat in bed than it is at the table. I don't know what to say. Yeah, our hotel room was gross It after was that disgusting, trip. yes. And but, especially since everyone after... Like, the last night, everyone just came into the room and... We just partied. Yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> that room stunk that night. It was awful. It stunk the whole week. Yeah. But, anyways. Um, so, should we just dive into our top five? Yeah, is there anything we want to recap um, throughout the uh, throughout the week or anything like that? Um, I am ordering my favorite pizza tonight from last week. So, we're doing pizza Friday with my family. Picasso's. I'm ordering Picasso's. So I have a coupon too, so it's a big day. Nice. Um, but yeah, from the week, I just got off actually um, a conference call with a bunch of strength coaches in the Western New York area, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, they're going to do a weekly call-in where we just kind of discuss a topic um, that whoever decides to present on will do that. So, you know, going back to the coaching side of things, um, staying up to date on that. Um, our app got released. Yeah. So that's pretty sick. Um, trying to think what else. I mean, just kind of chugging along. What about yeah. you? Um, yeah, about the same. Um, still holding steady. Uh, the more and more that this goes on, the more and more that my current clients uh, are finding ways to find barbell equipment. Oh, yeah. Um, each week, it seems, of you know the, the 115 of them, one or two more find a way to find barbell equipment. I don't know how. I mean, gyms are going to open up shortly. For a lot of my remote clients, they'll probably open up sooner than the New York clients. Um, in New York, it seems as though we're a part of phase two. 
And if our county is within that 14-day period of opening, which means as of today or tomorrow, did they say May 15th or May 16th they're opening things back up? 15th. So as of today, if we don't go up in the death toll, is that what it is? Death toll or number of cases? I can't remember. Either one of those numbers can't go up. And if they go up, uh, or it must be, I don't know. Anyways, um, if it doesn't go up for 14 days, a lot of the counties, I would assume, except for down near near New York City, will be um, opening up back up with just phase one. Phase one is pretty much all construction, manufacturing, as well as uh, a lot of landscaping, um, outside essential type stuff. Um, phase two is pretty much everything else. Um, and that's going to be two weeks after uh, phase one gets released. They haven't said if, you know, cases go up after phase one, if they'll say, no, you can't. We have no idea. But as of right now, Cuomo hasn't said anything about, um, yeah, pretty much about us not opening up May 15th. So we yeah. shall see what that brings. But... Yeah, I mean, other than that, just kind of waiting for that day to happen. Yeah. Um, we're still looking around at, you know, possible other buildings and stuff. You know, I've, uh, Maggie and I have talked about this, not on the podcast, but I've uh, been searching and searching and searching for buildings over this last quarantine. The last seven, eight months have been very interesting on finding spaces, um, especially for where I am. So for those of you who are listening who go to my gym, uh, yes, alert. I am looking. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. So it's coming. It'll it's happening. Happen. It's just a matter of we need the right formula, the right situation, the right situ- um, you know, uh, I guess Weezer have said it best, the perfect situation. <laughs> Sorry. I hate Weezer, but that's seemed I don't very, know how. it fits. Um, but yeah, it's happening. It's just a matter of when. So yeah. Let's get into food, which is food. really poor timing because I haven't had lunch yet, so I'm going to be dying You're going to be all of this. starving. Yeah. But number five. Numero cinco. All right. What do you got? <laughs> um, I got Cantina Loco. Okay. So down in Allentown, um, their nachos. Take They are very good. Yes. I... I love nachos in general. I also do enjoy the nachos at um, Deep South, but they didn't make my list um, just because I'm kind of underwhelmed by everything else there. Yes. Um, Facts. But I do really like the nachos at Cantina Loco. I love everything that they throw on them. Um, It's like the perfect ratio of chips to toppings, so you're not like left with one over the other. So for nachos, Cantina Loco took it for me. Yeah, I uh, I think Cantina Loco was probably the first sort of American style, American influenced uh, Hispanic food that I had in Buffalo. I yeah. think uh, they came out in about 2011 to 2012, somewhere in that time frame. Because I know I went right around my birthday, the year I graduated college or when I was a junior. I remember that specifically because it was like right around when they first opened. So... Um, yeah, so they've been around for a long time, um, in comparison to a lot of the other places probably on my list, um, and probably on most people's list, because, um, it's really become, it's really taken off, uh, in Buffalo over the last couple of years. Um, and again, tacos are so accessible, 
Um, you don't need a large spot to be successful um, with it. I mean, I would assume this place is on both of our lists, but uh, there was a taco truck that started as a truck and now has become a brick and mortar and a powerhouse brick and mortar. Yeah. Um, and a sidebar about Deep South. I fucking hate Deep South. I'm sorry. Like, uh, you're right. The nachos are amazing. Yes. Absolutely amazing. But that's it. But that's it. Everything else fucking and it's sucks. Pretty expensive. Yes. It's so, very expensive for what it is. Yeah. Like, the tacos are 70 fucking dollars. Yeah, I can get way better quality for far less of a price. Lee and I just went to La Divina last night, got a large quesadilla, two drinks, nine tacos for under $40. It's insane. Yeah. I'm sorry. No thank you. Will not. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're not on either of our no. lists. <laughs> they, they are way overrated. And honestly, the atmosphere sucks. And every time I've ever gotten a drink from Deep South... The bartenders have just sucked, honestly, yeah. especially at the Herda location. Sorry if you're a Deep South fan. I fucking hate it. I do. Boom. He said Boom. it. Boom. Roasted. What was our slogan last week? About, it's a podcast, eat shit. Oh. Uh, yeah, eat shit, it's a podcast. Something like that. We'll have to go back and listen Stickers to will be made. <laughs> <laughs> Stickers will be made. All right, what's number five for you? Uh, so this place is... New-ish. Um, I don't know when they opened, but I know it's not over three years old. I definitely don't think it's over two years old. Uh, Breezy Burrito Bar is my number five. Ooh. I love Breezy Burrito Bar for a couple of reasons. Um, it's very LBGTQ friendly, which, um, you know, if you have dug anything deep into uh, who we are as people, yeah. uh, we are very much accepting of that. We just ran a charity meet. Um, major, dating back like seven, eight months ago. Yeah, major allies for that community. Absolutely major allies. Um, we have, I think, if I'm not mistaken, under the LBGTQ flag, we have, at least on my team, every uh, all of those denominations, would that be? Or um, not titles, uh, how you... Um, identities. Identities. Um, I think we are covered under all of those identities on my team. Um, which is amazing. Which, I have uh, quite a few volumes. actually, you know what's for like working with a younger population. Mm -hmm. I have quite a few, mm -hmm. um, that fall into that as well, which is great. And I think that's, uh, I think it's great that especially at a younger age, they feel more confident in uh -huh. themselves to, uh, own that identity. Yeah. That might be an episode later down on the road. We got the next four weeks kind of planned out. Yeah. Um, but after that, you know, we have a bunch of, uh, you know, opportunities for that. I think it's a great opportunity to talk a lot about um, other topics that might be a little bit more controversial. Yeah. Um, but uh, going back to the Breezy Burrito Bar, they have, if you like Taco Bell and you like a Crunchwrap Supreme, they have one that's on steroids. And it is fucking phenomenal. If you can blind yourself to the price tag on it, it is one of the best tasting things. I would have probably put it number one in my book if... The price tag was just a little bit lower. It's thirteen fucking dollars for a fucking Crunchwrap Supreme. Yikes! But it is probably the best Crunchwrap Supreme you'll ever have. Um, they do buy a lot of local stuff, which is awesome um, for for me. And I know if you listened last week, local local stuff is very important to us. Huge, yeah. Uh, but Breezy Burrito Bar, Crunchwrap Supreme. I don't think they call it Crunchwrap Supreme, but whatever they call it, order it. It's worth at least trying once. Nice. Oh, and the next two places for me are also very vegan friendly. Actually, the next, maybe all, 
All of them are also vegan say, and vegetarian I feel like friendly. A, with a lot of these places, there's definitely options that mm-hmm. can accommodate both a vegan and vegetarian yes. diet. And not just black beans, if, for those of yeah. you who are listening. Like, actual, like, uh, seitan, tofu. Sofritas. Um, sofritas. Uh, they're using a lot of, like, actual other vegetables to, to create a dish. So, yeah. uh, for those of you who are just thinking this is a meat, um, Hispanic culture food in Buffalo, it's not. Yeah. All right. Falling at number four for me is... The original food truck of Buffalo. So, <laughs> Lloyd. Lloyd is definitely, mm-hmm. without question, in my top five. Yes. Um, especially during this quarantine, I've ordered Lloyd quite, <laughs> quite, quite a, a bit. Quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but um, their drinks are always very good. So that definitely, you know, puts a star on my my list. But I think in terms of a reinterpretation mm-hmm. of Hispanic food... They do a great job. So yes. they have these like new school entrees and new school burritos and tacos that just kind of take a traditional dish mm-hmm. and create this new hybrid. So the top two for me of the Lloyd menu are definitely the Dirty South Burrito. We all know I love chicken and waffles <laughs> and it's in a burrito, which is incredible. Yes. And then for a taco, it comes in a burrito, but I prefer to order this as a taco, the Big Lloyd. Which is mm-hmm. like a Big Mac yes. style, but in a taco. And you actually are the one that introduced me to that. It's phenomenal. <clears throat> yeah, it's got like the Big Mac sauce and they, they like sprinkle sesame seeds on it. So mm-hmm. it's unreal. It's delicious. Yes. But um, everything that like you can get at Lloyd's like, yes. or at Lloyd is uh, phenomenal. We are fortunate that when we run our meat. In February at my yeah. place, they every year come out with a truck and provide all the lifters with burritos and yeah. all the staff, and um, it's always a hit when they, they show up. And, like, yeah. I've met Pete. He's a great guy. Hey, Pete is a great um, guy. Super supportive of, you know, local businesses. So, yeah, yeah Lloyd is without question on that list. Yes. I'm going to hold my thoughts on Lloyd because they are on my list. They're not my number one. Spoiler. Um, but they're on my list. Yes. I number f- <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on now. <laughs> um, number four for me is Cantina 62 in South Buffalo. I almost put them on mine. They are delicious. Yeah. The, they have an array of flavors, which actually, three and four for me could actually go flip-flop if depending on the day. But today I was feeling it this way. Um, but they have an array of tacos, um, corn, flour, uh, shells as well as a large vegan vegetarian option um, on their menu. Uh, they also serve actual dish like uh, Mexican style dishes, uh, which I think is is um, awesome too. Like you can have really great tacos, but also at the same time be able to serve um, regular style um, Mexican dishes. So, Cantina sixty two. Um, honestly, any. Taco from there is really good. I've had, I've been there three times, uh, usually when I'm out in South Buffalo, which uh, if you have listened to any of our other podcasts. Yeah, I'm surprised you put South Buffalo on your list. Listen, you the, hate the South, South Buffalo, Buffalo has good food. I can't, I can't, I can't take them off the list because I don't like where they're located. But hence why, since I've had tacos, I've only been there three times. It's because I'm not usually out there. Um... Again, sorry, South I, Buffalo. Sorry, I, South I Buffalo. love you, South Buffalo. Carly's a hater. I'm, a, I'm definitely a hater. Um, but the way that they have their menu, you can get like signature type of styles. 
uh, with your choice of protein, um, or they have some actual like um, differing style, like you know Americanized um, tacos, which also will be on my next um, uh, on my next list ish. Uh, but they do have a bacon cheeseburger taco, which I've heard is phenomenal. Ooh. I haven't had that one yet, um, but Damn, I've heard it's sounds, phenomenal. That sounds so good. Right? Oh, my God. They have a Philly cheesesteak. They have a beef on whack. They have a bacon cheeseburger. I've had the Philly cheesesteak. It's really good. I'm just not a Philly cheesesteak fan. Um, but the Jordan beef on whack was pretty good. loves Philly cheesesteak, so I'm sure he has had it. Yes. Um, number three for me is down on Niagara Street. It's Niagara Cafe. They almost made my list. Yes. Um, so I had to throw in, um, a Puerto Rican restaurant, um, and the Pasta Leo's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, for those who don't know what Pasta Leo is, it's, um, essentially like a meat pie. Yeah. Um, so it's like a pastry that's filled with like meat and cheese. Mm-hmm. It's like a little hot pocket of heaven. Yeah. Um, so they, like the standard, um, like beef and cheese one is delicious but i also had because they have a food truck now too um i was down at food truck tuesday this past summer and they had like a seafood one i think it was oh really yeah whatever it was it was delicious and um i like something like that out of a food truck because sometimes when you go through like food trucks and stuff it just gets messy and like you're walking around so like just to have like a little you know handheld dish is great um so i I'm definitely putting them number three. It's, again, like a locally owned, like authentic yes. Puerto Rican restaurant. So yeah. if you have not ventured down to Niagara for that, go for it. Yeah. And also, not to be confused, empanadas and pastelillos are very, very similar. Yes. It's just a different uh, flair. Puerto Rican and you know uh, Mexican empanadas are very similar, but there is a distinctive taste. Yes. Uh, and shape, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, all right, so number three, I have TCB, uh, which is Tacos Community and Beer, out in, I don't know if you would consider Clarence or East like Amherst. East Amherst. I love their taco. I've had it once, but I still, to this day, it's been over three years, no, two years since I've had it, and I still talk about this taco, uh, still, to this day. It's a ribeye caprizi taco. Oh, yeah, right? If you can okay. see Maggie's face I'm, right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm making like a drool face. <laughs> it, is, it is to die for. They put a little bit of balsamic um, vinaigrette on there with some buffalo mozzarella cheese. Oh, absolutely. Some ribeye, actual steak ribeye pieces. It is, and some green peppers, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. It is, honestly, if I could go tacos, the best taco in Buffalo I've ever had. Ever. I'm really regretting not eating before this. Yes, it is, it's worth going there. Uh, they just opened up two weeks ago for takeout um, during this whole COVID quarantine thing. Um, it's a very, very, very small location. Like, kind of set up half bar, but not like a... Uh, you can sit at the bar, but they have maybe, like, if you've ever been to Cantina Loco, maybe half the spots of Cantina Loco, and that they have only about 10 tables inside okay. it's it's extremely small um which is interesting because tacos community and beer so you would think like i yeah right you would think maybe they have like an actual happy hour where they stop serving food and it's just like a drink place maybe um but i know when i was there it was packed it was cramped 
Um, and whoever, I don't know who the owner is. I've heard a couple of the people left other Mexican-style um, places in Buffalo, or Hispanic-style places in Buffalo. Um, I know um, one of the head, I don't think he was the head bartender, but he was definitely uh, someone who worked at the Hurdle location, um, at the Deep South location on Hurdle, definitely works there and is part owner. Hmm. Um, but other than that, I have no idea where they come from. But whatever they are doing with tacos, absolutely phenomenal. Nice. Um, so number two for me is... I'm sure this one's on your list. You've already mentioned it, so I'm, I'm guessing it's on your list. Um, number two for me is La Divina. So, no, La Divina did not make my list. Really? You just I had swear. it last night. I know I had it last night, but it's also convenience. Okay. This list wasn't on convenience. This list was on quality and taste okay. for me. Well, so... I love La Divina because of the price. Yes. And the price the point is phenomenal. Yeah, like you said, you get so much food mm-hmm. at such a small cost. And yes. there's multiple locations now, too, which. Yeah, they're great. in the expo market now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my mom works downtown, and she, she asked me the one day, she's like, because she's right near the expo market, she's like, have you ever heard of this place called La Divina? I'm like, Mom. <laughs> like, yes. Yes, the answer is yes, I have. There's the one, obviously, over. Um, on Delaware. Yep, and then, Yeah. And then there's La Divina Dos, which is um, on Transit. Transit in Williamsville. Yes. Slash Clarence. So that's like the call. closest one to us. Um, but, yeah, it's it's like one of those what you would expect to go yeah. in. Like, you know, you're literally just going in, ordering your food, putting what you want on the tacos, mm-hmm. and sitting yeah. down and, and having it. It's not like California street food like street tacos but if you go to mexico and get like a street taco in mexico it's very reminiscent of that yeah and um but uh, the price point i think is something that people can't beat Uh, i mean if i'm not a huge fan of getting cheese and sour cream on my tacos because i like them just with straight pico a little bit of lime cilantro uh and um cilantro cilantro (laughs) because you throw it on the taco maggie it says salt bay you're like cilantro bay (laughs) you throw it on there duh um and a little bit of like their salsa verde and that's the way that i would eat a mexican style taco and if you don't get any cheese or sour cream on it, you're literally paying two seventy five a taco. It's yeah, it's stupid cheap. It's you, yeah, it's unsafe. Um, also to be mentioned, there's a place right by the gym and on Mondays for happy hour. It's called Acapulco, uh, which is also very s- similar to a La Divina. Um, they have fifty percent off Taco Mondays. Yeah, I've been curious about that place. Every time I drive to the gym, I drive by it. I'm like, hmm. $2 Taco Mondays from Happy Hour. Matt and I literally spend a total, we get like four or five tacos a piece and we don't spend any more than 20 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So La Divina, great pick. It also used to be a Mexican store. Now I just went in there yesterday. They will no longer pretty much have a store. It's pretty much just. The food has taken over. The food. Yeah. (laughs) Um, number two is Lloyd for me. I had a feeling that was going to be your number two. Yeah, that was my number two. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you go through the list and I say it's not my number one. It's yeah. definitely my number two. Um, Lloyd is, is, has been awesome. Absolutely awesome. They're great. Uh, ever since they've had their food truck, ever since, um, uh, they've had their brick and mortars, um, in, in poor old brick and mortars. Uh, they are also now building their third location on Hurdle, taking over the old Cecilia's. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Uh, they have great food, great 
Uh, great atmosphere there. Uh, also a great setup. Uh, I like yes. the way when you go into their brick and mortar, the setup is phenomenal. I mean, you go there, you wait in line, you order your food, you sit down, you can get a drink, and then you just call your name. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the best way of like, if you're either on a date, um, you're out for an evening, you're with friends, it's a great way of like uh, going there as opposed to, you know, the classic sit down, you wait for a waiter, you get your drinks. Yeah. Um, I like the setup way better at a wood. Very low-key atmosphere, but also very professional. Mm -hmm. And I do have to say, their drinks are... Like, I'm a They've very... They've been voted. They've been voted some of the best drinks in Buffalo. Yeah, the Snazberry Mule is good, but I'm a big old-fashioned fan, and they make a mean old-fashioned. <laughs> yeah? Yes. And you can order them to go right now, which is... <laughs> which is even great. Better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, Maggie mentioned a couple really good ones. The, the Big Lloyd, um, the Dirty South... Also, when they are open, they have every week. They usually come out with a, um, you know, a, a flavor of the week. One would say, or a taco or burrito of the week, um, and they have some really good um, flavors that come out of there. Like they have a truck start barbecue. They have a Nashville hot chicken. Um, they used to have a street dog, which I loved, and it was like a hot dog wropped in bacon with guac on it with some pico and a little bit of lime sprinkled on that top and it was great. it was honestly my favorite thing to get there um then they discontinued because i think i was the only one who really <laughs> liked it um but they bring it back on special sometimes so they have like a special weekly menu weekly specials um but anything there you can literally go there and get anything it's going to be good yes um but yeah lloyd number two Love do we it. have the same number one potentially we can talk about it together. Oh my god. So I don't know. What's, for uh, those of you who know me, you know that this is no question that this is my number one. Oh no, 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 no. Then no. We don't have the same one. This didn't make your list? No, it didn't. How? I I don't know. It just didn't. I, I like I like I told you, individual specific food like at these places is what really got me. Wow, I'm so disappointed. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. I just had this last night. We also ordered it on Sunday, maybe? Saturday or Sunday? Because that's when they opened. Yes. So they just reopened for takeout, and it was the most exciting thing I've heard since this quarantine started. Los Mayas. Taqueria Los Mayas on Genesee Street and Union. It, ugh, they take the cake for me. They, I love it there. The people are so nice. You know, you know, So a lot of them used to work at Agave. Mm -hmm. Which was on Elmwood, um, so a lot the of original the, the original got to be confused yeah. with uh, some of the other locations yes. that were across Buffalo. So they relocated to actually it's the old Eat Right um, building. Mm -hmm. So it's such a great place. You're always you know had you always have great service, but the food there you just Wolverine man. Yeah, Wolverine's my favorite. He gave us our food <laughs> yesterday, but. Um, like yesterday, I had the enchilada mayas, which was great. I know that the quesadilla grande is a hit with everybody because it's got steak, shrimp, and chicken. Mm -hmm. um, Jordan ordered the chimichanga yesterday, and that looked phenomenal. Um, the quesadilla fundido, which has... It's a quesadilla, which I usually get with um, carnitas, and then they do a chorizo queso on top. Just the trees, okay, so in general, like, I could go on and on about how much I love this place. <laughs> Their margaritas are great. They always have Modelo, which is my favorite Mexican beer. And <laughs> I, I love Los Mayas. Man, you, you really need a sponsorship for uh, this please, place. Please, please, please sponsor me. Like, I would gladly take a Los Mayas sponsorship, um, <laughs> without a doubt. Like, I just, I love that place. They, they're cool. <laughs> if you could see Maggie right now, she is... 
like beaming from I, ear to ear. I love it there, and I <laughs> want it again. Wow, someone really needed to eat. I'm starving. I'm kind of hungry. That's funny. No, they honestly they would have made my top ten. But I don't eat there as frequently as um, you guys. Yeah, it's not as close to you. As... No, and I think that's probably why I didn't have it on there, because I haven't had as much. And I think what I have had, I haven't really explored the menu as much. Yeah, you definitely um, got to play around with the menu. Yeah, I mean, what you've been listing sounds absolutely phenomenal. I just have never really ordered that much from there. Because um, usually every time we go there, it's like either after an event or we've done something else or we need something quick because we're going somewhere else. Yeah. So it really hasn't been a, um, yeah, really hasn't been like a place where I sit down and really enjoy like a whole. A I'm whole trying meal. to figure out what your number one is. Uh, well, do you want to take a stab at it? No. No? <laughs> because I'm going to get it wrong. Um, well, uh, I kind of talked a little bit about this last week uh, when we were talking about this little pig in the farm dinner. Oh, yeah. I know what um, it is. I figured it out. But um, Las Puertas is phenomenal. And I think it's number one because of the chef, not because of the food necessarily. Because what he can create um, is unbelievable. Uh, I mean, his his food and his mind, he's also a James Beard nominee. I don't think he's won. Um, and yeah, he is He's amazing. Uh, Victor is a phenomenal chef, probably one of the best chefs in Buffalo. I mean, I remember when we had his, uh, Leah's family had the farm dinner, and people literally flew in from all across the world. They had people from, like, Germany, they had people from California, and fly into little old Buffalo for a farm dinner. And he grilled on an open pit, open flame, and the kind of food he can create is awesome. Um, it's also one of those things where... For me, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a picky eater because obviously we're on a food thing. But You're I, a particular eater. Yes, I like certain things a certain way. I don't like fresh tomatoes. I don't like mushrooms. I hate olives. I hate all types of olives. Um, but he's one of those chefs, and this is probably a lot of Leah's family's influence and also a little bit of my own, like just appreciating you know good food when it's in front of me. Um, you trust the chef that regardless of whatever it is on the plate is going to taste good. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like saying, oh yeah, I'll order that, but you know, take off some of these things that are on it. Um, I really trust the chef. I really trust, um, you know, what he's going to be putting out in front of me. And it's really, I mean, it's not expensive food for what it is, but I will say for what you're paying for, the serving sizes are not large. So if you're looking for a great tasting meal, but you're not looking to get stuffed, it's perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say about it. I mean, he's he's a world-class chef. He's, he's phenomenal, and the kind of food he puts out is, is amazing. And I, I would feel um, dishonored having his food, not putting him on, on the list, especially not top five. Huh. Yeah, I haven't had the privilege of trying their food yet, but... I know that when I saw Stillwater was doing the um, farm dinner with them, I saw that it was, it was their first one they did, right? First one ever, and yeah. they're, well, granted, you know, if the whole quarantine COVID situation uh, can subside by the summer, um, he will be going back again. Yeah, I would definitely like to, to go do that. Um, I have a bonus question for you. Okay. So, we always, anywhere we go... Like, whatever city we're in, we always grab tacos, right? That is true. Anywhere I travel, I try to go for tacos. What is the one, like, Hispanic food or taco that you've had traveling that has been your favorite? Spokane. 
Spokane number one. That taco place we I, went to. Yeah. That taco, honestly, that's my number one of all time. We I've went twice had. in like yeah, two days. I, um, probably, I think three times because I think I got takeout there too. Let me see if I can find the name of it. It was like, oh God, I don't remember. But it had like a picture of a pig. It had an interesting name because I don't, th- I'm, if, as you've been listening to the podcast, I have a hard time pronunciating things. Yeah. Um, pronouncing? Pronouncing. Things? Pronouncing. Yeah. As you can tell, I have a hard time speaking. Um, I am American. I do speak English, just not very well. Um, but the the array that was on their menu was awesome. Kind of looked like a very low-key um, Lloyd. A lot of windows um, right in the heart of downtown Spokane, Washington. Cochinito. Cochinito. Oh, my God. Uh, just read some of the tacos that are on that menu, please. Okay. I it's it's mouth watering type of food that yeah you're that torturing me right now because I'm still starving. <laughs> um, let's see. Of course, this is blurry. <laughs> Do they have on. like a downloadable menu? Let me go back. Let's see if I can find it. But yeah, we went there. We were in Spokane for about a five six day period. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I ate there three times, twice sit down. Uh, three times, uh, including takeout. Um, Didn't the chef come out and talk? Yeah, with us the too? chef like... came out and talked to us. I mean, I told him how you know everywhere that I go, I try to find the hottest taco spot that I've ever been to, uh, and this this definitely lived up to it. Also, one taco that's not really a Hispanic place in Buffalo. Uh, sidebar: going other places, the Billy Club in Buffalo has this pork belly taco. With fresh jalapeno on top and a radish, and it's in a deep fried kimchi shell. Ooh. It is the best thing. And that's not a Hispanic, I wouldn't even call it a, a Hispanic taco because it, it has more of an Asian flair to it. Um, it is phenomenal. If you ever go to the Billy, the Billy Club is also probably, well, this is foreshadowing a little bit, but we're gonna be talking a little bit about. Uh, restaurants next week. We, we're not going to give you the whole headline of what we're talking about. Um, but the Billy Club is one of my favorite local restaurants in Buffalo. And they put out some awesome fucking food. I feel like I... Rem- so I found the menu, and I feel like I remember eating this taco. It was the Snake River Farms Pork Loin Al Pastor. Oh, it had yes. pineapple adobo, pickled pineapple salsa, peanut thyme oil, and white chocolate. Oh. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I... Honestly, one of the best places I've ever eaten. The pork cheek carnitas. Oof. Remember that one? Yeah, there was, there was some good ones. We gotta go back to Spokane. Yeah, um, that was that was honestly one of the best, the best taco places I've ever had. Yeah, ever. And I've traveled a lot of places, to eat a lot of tacos. This was by far the number one. I think that another one for me was when we were in Chicago and we did that foodie day. Oh yeah, that empanada that we had? Yes. Yes. It was like the, it was literally this hotel was bizarre. It was like a motel and then there was this little place, like this little shack. hipster pink place. Yes, it was so hipster and they had this empanada with goat cheese and black bean. Black Oh, that's what it was. It was a black, black bean, bean and goat cheese empanada oh, and we the, decided, ma- the marriage of the two. Ugh. And what else did we get with that? It was like, um, what drink we did got we get? We got churros. We got churros there and we got a horchata. Oh, yeah, it was a horchata latte. Yep. 
That was good. Yeah. That it place was, was really... Yeah, the Tour de Chicago we did, there was a lot of good food there. We had zombie taco there. Zombie taco. We had... We did deep um, dish. We did deep dish, and we did uh, Portillo's. Is that the hot yeah, dog place? Yeah, the hot dog place. Yeah. And I think there was one other taco place that I can't remember. We ate a lot of food. We day. ate a lot of food. We also walked most of it yeah. with our luggage, which also was... Not yeah, we literally camped out in this like hipster hotel and yeah. with all our luggage. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was great. That Food, was that was a great day. Foodie tours are bomb. Yes, they are, and especially if you get a day after a long hard week and you can just kind of um, enjoy the one day that you get off and you can just have as much food as you can. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. So anyone who comes to Buffalo and wants to do a foodie tour, let us know. Yes, we'll... please let us know for any sort. Well. I don't know how many of you outside of Buffalo that will be traveling to Buffalo anytime soon because it seems like there's no events going to be happening. Um, but when you do come to Buffalo, make sure you either contact us, we'll go on a foodie tour, or we'll uh, recommend these places for you as well. Yes, absolutely. And next week will be another really good one. It'll kind of finish off our Tour de Buffalo um, yeah. foodie-wise. Yeah, our rankings of food. Um but let us know what you guys think. Let us know, um, you know, what your favorites are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether you agree or disagree with what we had to say. Yeah. Um, if you try these places, let us know your thoughts. And we will bring you more foodie content next week. And I'll eat beforehand next week so that I'm... <laughs> like, my stomach's actually growling. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually speaking to Maggie right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm surprised the mic's not picking it up. But... Um, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely wrap up our, our foodie tour next week. So yeah, well, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you also still enjoy our jingle because we love it. Yeah, thank you again to Ricky. Yes, thank you, Ricky. It was awesome. Yeah. So um, have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy, and we will see you next time. Bye. See ya.